0: Hello and welcome to the podcast The Pocket Stylist, I'm Lisa Talbot and today I'm not on my own, I am joined by a great friend of mine who I have to say we met initially in lockdown because I was looking for a makeup artist to write some content for me for my blog and I have to say she is a lady who is always in my life now and I've learnt an awful lot from her so I'd love to introduce you to Jojo Hicks who is a makeup artist but I'm going to hand over to you Jojo to do your own introduction because I won't do it as well as you so first of all thank you so much for coming on the podcast it is lovely to see you face to face again albeit on a screen um but introduce yourself to everybody tell everybody a little bit about you and your wonderful
1: business oh wow an amazing intro to my intro (laughs) your intro to your intro (laughs) so I am very honored to be here so thanks for having me first and foremost I am Jojo Hicks. I'm a makeup artist. I've been a makeup artist for nearly 10 years now um, and I teach makeup and I also have a bridal makeup business. Um, So that's what I'm doing at the moment. I started a club called The Makeup Club um, around kind of just before lockdown kind of time Um, and um, that's where I teach women to be confident with makeup, Um, learn how to do makeup first and foremost and just all things you know chatting products and aging and styling and trends and all of that kind of good stuff so yeah that's kind of what I'm going to be chatting a bit more about today. Yeah and and, you know Jojo it's
0: really interesting isn't it because I think and we've said this you actually mentioned this before we, we kind of pressed the record button styling and makeup are so similar Because, again, it's about getting to that point sometimes in in life and things change. So, you know, it might be from a wardrobe perspective, a lady has been at work. She started her own business. A lady has been made redundant. And she's going to go and do something completely different. And so the wardrobe needs to reflect that. And sometimes the makeup side of it becomes even more difficult. I think, as especially as we get older, because life throws different curveballs at us. But there are so there's so much kind of noise in the makeup industry, isn't there? There's amazing products. Yeah. There's great brands. There's everything. But I think when you get to a certain age. It's a bit like, uh-oh, a bit like their wardrobe. My makeup has been the same for X number of years. Um, what do I do now? And it's it's a little bit maybe more easy with a wardrobe because you can take clothes out and you can replace them with a different colour or something like that. But makeup is, is interesting. And I kind of think, well, and this is the question for you then, do you think ladies... Over a certain
1: age feel a bit lost with their makeup now, do you think yeah, definitely i mean i'm thirty seven and I'm having a lot of women that are approaching me that are kind of you know I have some that are in their twenties, but more you know thirties forties fifties sixties. I've even put a model call out for a seventy year old to come into the studio and have a look done you know you my my thing was you must be over seventy I, I saw had that so many ladies come forwards. Um, because sometimes I think it gets a bit lost as you get older and you know all of these makeup and you must see it a lot with styling you know the, the models are very young sometimes you know makeup models when you see Rimmel on the tv and all of those kind of things very rarely would they have somebody who's you know of an older age it's very much young skin and I think you know as we get older much like what you're saying with body shape and things like that, our face shape actually changes. Our skull actually changes. Yeah. So our jaw yeah. becomes more angular. It comes forwards more. Our eye sockets become rounder and our um, nasal, our nose cavity becomes wider. So our face shape actually changes from the skull as well as, you know, I hear lots of people that come to me and say, oh, I've got wrinkles, I've got saggy skin, I've got jowls that are hanging. How can we, you know, how can we fix this? My job isn't really to make you look 10 years younger. My job is to make you feel beautiful. And I think the first question to ask is what makes you feel beautiful? Not as a generic question but asking you the listener what makes you feel beautiful you know today I've put a bit of jewellery on and I've I've put a bit of lipstick and eyebrows on and that makes me feel great um and it's very much also about changing fashions a little bit like what you do Lisa there's trends there's fashions there's colors there's seasons it's all quite overwhelming and I think lots of people as they get older feel lost because they think you know where should i fit into yeah. this society what should i be wearing i'll be honest i'm a bit of a rule book thrower <laughs> and i always say if you like it shove it on and go out and have a nice day yeah um, even if it you know to the book might not suit you um but you know things change so much i think that as you get older that gets harder because in social media, on TV adverts. I think lots of things are styled on on that kind of 20s um, age range almost, I feel. And I think people do feel lost. And I have women come to me and say, oh, I don't want to look. Um, this is this is one that's very, very common. I don't want to look mutton dressed as lamb. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. want to wear too much makeup. I don't want to look overdone. Fine, if that's how you feel. But if you like wearing lots of makeup, you know, go for it. Um, So yeah, that's kind of where I stand on that one. It's really
0: interesting, isn't it? Because we we you know, everybody knows I'm fifty-two, right? So and and I and even I, you know, makeup is not my bag at all. I mm. trained in it, but it's not the thing that excites me. That's clothes and fashion and yeah. that type of thing. But, you know, I look at certain I I I you know, I scroll through TikTok, for example, and I see some of these makeup brands that come up, and I think. Oh, that's nice. But like you said, because it's being, I suppose, demonstrated by a younger girl, I think, "Mm, hang on a minute. How's that going to work for my skin? Because I think Mm -hmm. as we get older, you know, from the colours point of view that I work with, ladies lose the illuminicity from their skin. So Mm -hmm. what we have always worn might not necessarily be always right. And I think that's when the minefield opens up, doesn't it? I think a lot of us, me included, where makeup's concerned, we think, oh, I'd love a change. But I don't know where to start. And I think, Mm -hmm. you know, you could see Charlotte Tilbury doing a wonderful new foundation. You could see NARS doing one. You could see the dupe on Primark, you know, all that type of thing. But it's Mm -hmm. where do we start? So. From from your expertise, do you see ladies in, in that position of they kind of want to make a change, but they don't know how to make a change? Does that make sense, that question?
1: Yeah, definitely. And I think that we always kind of um, default back to what we knew when we first started learning. So if you think about it, you know, I'm of an era, I'm 37, I'm of an era where we had magazines. We had Ms Magazine. Do you remember Ms Magazine? Yep. (laughs) I'm older than you, but (laughs) yeah. So if I was to learn something new, I'd think, right, where did I learn it in the first place? Now, my era, learning it in the first place was in magazines and really copying other people, copying friends, copying cousins, sisters. I've got two older sisters. Um. So you kind of default back and you think, well, where did I learn it? And then you think, well, hang on a minute. Times have changed. Yeah. But, do you know, I'm just thinking before you carry on, you're mm. talking
0: learning. Right. Mm. So if I look back when I was younger, so, you know, to when my teens, for example, I'm going back to like the late 1980s. Uh-huh. Right? There was no social media. There was yep. no 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 tutorials so actually there was no platform to learn and yeah. i think if you're if you're you know taking ladies of say mid 40s late you know late 40s early 50s there was no even platform to learn so mm-hmm. some of us didn't even learn we didn't do you know what i mean so yeah you know whereas now there are, an, an early, and we'll go back a few years, there's the platforms that, you know, YouTube, you can do tutorials. But a lot of us never even went through that learning phase.
1: Yeah, and that's exactly my point. So when it comes to then bringing change in, yeah, when well, you default and think, hang on, where did I learn in the first yeah, place yeah. when I liked it, when I liked my look when I was 20, <laughs> all of those things have gone. All of yeah. those things aren't yeah. there anymore. And you're in a new era now where, it's Instagram, it's, it's social media. So you've got that added overwhelm as well as, oh gosh, I have to go on, you know, onto technology on online, which is fine if you are online savvy. Um, But I think that also, you know, adds to the overwhelm and just having somewhere easy to go and learn makeup is really the, the key. I mean, have a think now, where did you learn makeup? And most people will come back to me with the answer of, well, I didn't really. I just yeah, yeah, yeah. give it a go and I yeah. look back at pictures now and, you know, you see the tweezed eyebrows, the, the blue eyeshadow, which I've actually done a tutorial for on the Instagram page yesterday. And I loved it. <laughs> um, um, but, you know, there's so much overwhelm when you walk into a shop. So I think the struggle, the struggle with the change is an overall overwhelm rather yeah, than, yeah. you know, just picking up something different and putting it on your face you know and what suited you when you were 20 you know it might not be suiting you now um so it's really about stepping outside your comfort zone a little bit as well yeah and being brave and remember anything you put on like clothing anything you put on your face any makeup mm-hmm. take it off with a wipe and you know yeah it's not the end of the world but you do have to just be brave and kind of step out and think do you know what i'm gonna Whack on that red lipstick today and see what happens. Yeah. Jojo, for the ladies that are
0: listening, mm. for those that are thinking, do you know what? She's right. I need to I need to kind of put my brave pants on and, and give it a go. Mm. What would you suggest is the the place to start? And I don't mean a location. I mean, is it getting the right base to start with getting the right color match is it the right foundation is it a liquid foundation is it a powder foundation is it where would you if they if ladies are listening and they're thinking yeah do you know what I
1: really would love to try this where do they start I think the best place to start is to sit down and you know for yourself sit down and look at your makeup kit make sure that you have a good basic makeup kit if you don't have a good basic makeup kit or you don't have the budget to you know go and splurge out on on makeup and stuff then I would say to that person think about let's say if you were on a desert island what would your three products be so Lisa what are your three products what are your three things if you were on a desert island in your makeup kit you'd want to take with you okay
0: so I would take my foundation yeah I would take my Liquid eyeliner yep. and I would take a lip
1: gloss. Okay. So those three things will have meanings behind them. Okay. Yep. They have a meaning behind them. They make you more confident because. The yeah, foundation yeah. because. The, the liquid eyeliner because. So you don't have to talk about that, but they will have meaning behind them. So I would say those three things, make sure that you've got a good quality products of those three things. Good quality products doesn't always mean the most expensive, let me just add. High street products are amazing now from what they used to be. Yeah, yeah. Um, And learn how to put those three products on well. So it's not about getting 10 products and whacking them all on your face and trying to do everything well straight away. Those three products have meaning behind them. And usually it's because of something. Yeah, yeah. So mine would be foundation because I suffer with acne and redness around my face, for example. Yeah. That's
0: kind of where I would say to start and that's a really good i love your terminology whack it all on um do you know what <laughs> i mean but, but it is isn't it? it you're you're absolutely right when you're saying that i'm thinking oh my god yeah i wear liquid eyeliner and i always have when i don't on a weekend for example if i'm you know off doing a horse show with my daughter i, I sometimes i don't Because I think, oh God, if I'm gonna get dust in my eyes or whatever. Yeah. But I feel quite bare. It's really interesting. I feel a bit like part of me, part of me is missing. So that goes back Mm -hmm. to the whole feel. And you said this so many times in the previous Probably five minutes. You said about how makeup makes you feel, and it gives you a feel-good factor, and it's a feel. And and for me, clothes do the same. It mm-hmm. that four-letter word is so important. You know yeah. how does something make you feel, and that is is huge. So would you? um I mean, you've alluded to it anyway, but would you say that there's definitely with makeup comes that. I don't want to use camouflage as the the word, but do you know what I mean? It's almost like that protective barrier to the outside world. So therefore, it can give you that real feel good factor and that kind of confidence and positive mindset.
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean, during lockdown, um, I did a lot of work in the makeup club with confidence without wearing makeup. I think Mm -hmm. lockdown, we all went through this thing. I'm not going to lie, I wore my dressing gown a lot, I wore no makeup (laughs) a lot, I wore my slippers a lot, we all did it, Um, let's not pretend. So it, you know, it was very much um, a side project that I had going on and it was all about being confident without makeup as well as wearing makeup. Um, But yes, going back to your your question, there's definitely a feel-good factor with it. I think that it's important to think about the intent of why you're wearing it and you know are you wearing it for yourself to feel great are you wearing it because you feel you should wear it um so i think you know kind of intention of why you're wearing it sometimes it's worth a little think of you know what what am i wearing today why am i wearing it how does it make me feel um so yeah
0: yeah yeah in- interesting and you know i i I know you and I spoke about some of the questions we were going to talk about, because we've had it both from your clients and from mine. But I'm going to throw one at you now, and please don't panic. I'm going okay. to sit there. Have you got, like, at the moment, obviously, spring, summer. So we're, yeah. we're moving from autumn, winter. We're moving into spring, summer. Have you seen, like... um Obviously, from my perspective, we've got lots of colours coming out. We've got etc. Have you seen like different trends coming through for for makeup? Or because sometimes it's quite that natural look, isn't it? Or is there a hero product that you're seeing at the moment that you would say, do you know what? This is a real product that I think people could benefit from i'd love to be able to kind of finish the conversation with something that you recommend that could encapsulate everything you know somebody trying something new but a real recommendation that will see some see the ladies into spring summer but something that will help them feel good
1: yeah i think that right now we're seeing lots of dewy skin and i think Ah. because of dry winter skin yes um that mood is kind of changing now i see it as like a mood change the seasons rather than a seasonal color thing yeah but um which it is but um yeah i think dewy skin is is a big one at the minute if you're talking about trends um i think everybody wants that glowy fresh healthy Mm -hmm. looking skin after being in the depths of winter i know it's been freezing recently um and You know, everybody wants that healthy kind of glow from what we've kind of experienced the past few years. And, you know, coming out of Christmas where quite a few people have, you know, had colds and things like that. I think everybody wants to get into this new year and kind of have a really fresh glow. So I think for now, the trends that I'm seeing very much is probably a fresh, dewy look. And also Blusher is definitely back. It disappeared in the 90s for a bit. Disappeared. Yeah. and, it, and
0: do you know it's interesting because there's blusher it's like <laughs> it, it's such a wonderful product isn't it? yeah but it's rude <laughs> it's do you go cream do you go powdered do you yeah. where do you put it because placement I'm assu- and listen, listen that's like I sound like I'm an expert but placement when you get older is different to mm. placement when you were younger there is yeah. so much more you and I can talk about but I think for for today and I think you alluded to about the dewy skin I think definitely I would love you to come back and talk about skincare because again yeah, definitely. that's hugely important I think mm-hmm. as you know for all all of us at all ages but i think it's really important as we as we get older um interestingly i have always cleansed toned and moisturized since the age of about 20 and it is a routine i have done in the morning in the evening i've changed my products but i think skincare again is so so important especially you know ladies who go through the menopause some come Mm -hmm. out more in outbreaks so maybe that's um for another day but I would love before we close this podcast today I would love for you to share with the audience whether they're on list, you know listening via um their podcast or via YouTube please share with them where they can find you and also just a little bit about your makeup lessons because I think it could be invaluable to some ladies
1: Yeah, of course. So I do two different types of makeup lessons. I do a one-to-one in my um, little studio space in Thames Ditton in Surrey. um, And I also do an online course. I have a signature online course. um, And then I have a very, very exciting thing launching, which I can't reveal just yet. It will be revealed um, this kind of spring summer. So the easiest way to find me is to go over to Instagram the page is brand new, it's literally <gasps> two days old. <laughs> wow! Um, so, but the easiest way to find me if you're on Instagram is to um, search at the dot makeup club, or if you're on Facebook, just go to the top bar and search for the makeup club by Jojo, and everything will come up. That's a private group, um, and that one's been running since day dot. So that's kind of how to get hold of me and what I offer. Um, and it's a large community. Everyone is really friendly. Everyone is in the same boat. So it's not a scary place at all. Um, so, yeah, that's that's how you can find me.
0: Oh, brilliant. And thank you so much for coming on the podcast, because I think it's lovely to have a chat and, you know, just for for ladies to kind of listen as well about mm. certain things. So definitely please come back. We'll talk about skincare for sure, yeah, because lovely. I think that's another big one. Um, But for now, thank you to everybody who has listened. We hope you've enjoyed it. Um, Thanks, Jojo, ever so much. And we will see you all again next week. Thanks, everybody. Bye bye. Bye, Jojo. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast, The Pocket Stylist. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. If you'd like to know more about working with me, then why not book a discovery call with me via my website, lisatalbert.co.uk. And I look forward to welcoming you back next week. Bye-bye.